0: Good evening, and thank you for joining us tonight. You're watching The Nine at Night. I'm Stefania Jimenez. And tonight, we begin with a grieving mother getting her wish. Last night, we told you about the mother who was fighting to keep her son's killer in jail. The issue here is that Edgar De La Cruz was aging out of the Texas juvenile system. So a judge had to decide whether to send him to an adult prison so that De La Cruz could continue to serve his 25 year sentence for killing Sebastian Carpio. Now, De La Cruz has served 11 months already, and Carpio's mom wanted him to stay in prison. As Erica Hernandez reports, she got her wish, but that doesn't mean she's satisfied.
1: More details released today into the life of 18-year-old Edgar De La Cruz. The first time we're hearing some of these details. For the past 11 months, he has been at a Texas juvenile Justice Department facility. De La Cruz is serving a 25 year sentence for the September 2020 murder of 17 year old Sebastian Vasquez Carpio. In testimony, it was revealed De La Cruz pointed a gun at Carpio, thinking it was unloaded, and pulled the trigger. He later robbed another individual of their vehicle, put Carpio's body inside drove out to a rural area and lit it on fire. Texas Juvenile Justice Department court liaison, Alana Bennett, testified that when he was evaluated, he admitted to years of drug use, violent behavior, and ties with a Mexican cartel through his uncle. He shared that his uncle told him stories of how people get rid of bodies in Mexico and for the cartel, which gave him the idea of how to not get caught after shooting Sebastian. De La Cruz's lawyer says Edgar is a different person now and with strict conditions could be on parole. The judge did not agree and ordered him to be transferred to a state prison. While this was a win for Carpio's family, his mother said she will never be satisfied with De La Cruz's sentence. I will never get Sebastian back and 25 years that this individual will serve in the adult prison will never be enough for me. I will have to deal with him again in 12 years years when he completes half of his sentence. Ana Maria Capio went on to say that she will continue to advocate for her son Sebastian, as well as for changes in Texas juvenile system.
0: At the Bear County Juvenile Justice Center, Erica Hernandez, at 12 News. In New Valley, the city's mayor is hoping that a new tool is going to help people there feel safer in the wake of the Robb Elementary School shooting. So it's a mobile panic alert system. It's the Safer Watch app, and here's how it works. An authorized employee would push a panic button, and that would notify the Uvalde Police Department, and then that would trigger a lockdown. People can also submit anonymous tips. The Uvalde mayor says that the app could have come in handy just last week when two people were shot at Uvalde Memorial Park. Investigators say that that incident, however, was gang related. As soon as we knew the vehicle description, that app put it out all over the community. And if you have it, we can do it. And. Like I said, we're only as good as, as the information we get from from citizens. People can download that app for free. It's available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. We often talk about how this region has really grown and exploded in recent years, and leaders in the Northside Independent School District know that all too well. So they're asking for your input as they talk about redistricting the school districts boundaries. Now, redistricting is a process that redraws the geographic boundaries of a district in response to changes in population. If you'd like to share your thoughts about the proposed map for the district, you can do so at meetings tomorrow and next week. Tomorrow's is going to be at the Northside Activity Center on Culebra Road, and next week's is going to be on September 20th at Stinson Middle School on Skyhawk Drive. A man is dead after a crash involving not one but two vehicles. Happened just a little after 2.30 this morning on Loop 410 near Ingram Park Mall. Police say the man was walking across the westbound lanes when two vehicles hit him. Neither of those drivers stopped to help. That man died at the scene. Police have not arrested anyone in this case. A now former San Antonio police officer has been indicted by a Kendall County Grand Jury on multiple felony charges of child abuse. A case that investigates found court filings and termination paperwork on the officer pointing to a string of abuse allegations. So we want to show you 29 year old Adam Franklin Alonso. He is facing three felony charges of injury to a child for alleged incidents stretching from the summer of 2018 to January of this year. One of the accusations detailed in the indictment describes Franklin Alonso pointing a gun at a child. San Antonio Police Department fired Franklin Alonso in June, months after it found out about the allegations in Kendall County. And that's according to indefinite, indefinite suspension paperwork the SAPD released this week. City records show the officer had worked for SAPD since September of 2019. Kendall County officials also confirmed that Franklin Alonso's trial is set for November 14th. This here is a case that shocked even the Bear County Sheriff Sheriff Javier Salazar says that one man basically turned weapons into machine guns. The suspect is 20 year old Elijah Freed. He's accused of selling special switches, which can turn semi automatic weapons into fully automatic ones. Deputies arrested him in Poteet, and that's where they also found three Glock switches an AK 47 style assault rifle and drugs. Switching gears now, happy hump day. Meteorologist Adam Kasky has your forecast for the rest of the week. An unseasonably cool start to your Thursday is on the way. Nice night tonight. We start Thursday 7 a.m. 68 degrees. That's two degrees below average. And should that verify? The coolest reading we've seen in San Antonio since May 26th. As we get into the afternoon, we'll be in the upper eighties by one o'clock then 93 for the high temperature into the afternoon by four or 5 p.m. and a 10% chance of a stray shower. So highly isolated and we still have that 10 to 20% chance Friday and Saturday as well just for the afternoons. Then Sunday through next week, nothing but sunshine, noticeable humidity and mid nineties. This is hang, Hunger Action Month. It's a time where people across the country take action in the fight against hunger. And earlier today on KSAT.com, we hosted a town hall with the San Antonio Food Bank to see how you can help. Now, food Bank President Eric Cooper says that there are several ways to do that. You can donate money, your food, start your own food drive, or spread the word on social media. The importance of this time is not only to bring awareness, but also to Drive action. And this month, we're trying to use hope as an action to motivate people to learn about the issue, but then to do something about it. And by the way, the San Antonio Food Bank feeds about 90,000 people every week. If you missed today's town hall, you can watch it on KSAT.com. And there you can also find more information on Hunger Action Month and the San Antonio Food Bank. Turning now to coronavirus, the World Health Organization is saying the end of the pandemic is in sight. Good news, right? The WHO's director general cautioned that there is still a risk, however, for more variants, deaths and disruption, but also said the world is in its best position to date to end the pandemic. The WHO says that there were just under 11,000 COVID deaths reported between September 5th and 11th, which is down 22% from the week before. Aside from a few weeks this past May and June, the only other time the weekly deaths were this low was during March of 2020. So here's something else that you can do with the YMCA of Greater San Antonio. You can play video games. The TriPoint YMCA is opening an eSports center, and the hope is it'll provide young gamers a place to learn about and possibly even prepare for a career in eSports. The center is filled with gaming PCs and consoles. The YMCA launched its eSports program in January and also hosted gaming events over the summer. We're
1: going to provide eSport leagues um, and then just, in general, there's uh, educational opportunities with colleges giving away scholarships for eSports, and then there's different job opportunities with the industry exploding with eSports.
0: And it's definitely exploding. By the way, the YMCA offers an, an e-gaming pass in addition to its membership, and people who aren't members but still wanna use the center can get a one-day pass. Before we go, you gotta see this. Imagine, imagine having a 150 million year old skeleton in your dining room. Or a living room. It could happen. You see that? That's a fossilized iguanodon skeleton, which is named Zephyr. It's going to hit the auction block in Paris next month. And the skeleton was found in Colorado back in 2019. It's nearly 11 feet tall and, excuse me, 11 feet long and about four feet tall. The bidding is scheduled for October 20th, and it's expected to go for about half a million dollars. I know, I know, I know. It's still a lot of money, but still look kind of cool to have. Well, we're just we're just like that, we're out of time. The night at nine returns tomorrow. Have a lovely night and we'll see you tomorrow.